pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. All right, and here we go, folks. Welcome to the lunchtime. Hello, hello. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am, folks. It is Juan on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And uh, this is uh, very dramatic. For the first time, Juan has actually returned. We can sound, holy cow, sound the trumpets. Because the phone lines are open. We're going to talk about the uh, Chauvin verdict. Who will be my first phone caller on this Wednesday at 401 769, no, excuse me. Yeah, 769 or 766 401-766-1380. 401-766-1380. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on uh, Facebook Live. We have our stream up on the page, John DePietro Show. You can see, folks, there is bright sunshine behind me. Hi there, Susie, and everyone else. But again, right now, if you're in your car, uh, right now, it is uh, the local time. It's 12.07, and it's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can call in. We are going to talk about the Chauvin verdict from yesterday at 401-766-1380. 401-766-1380. And I'll give you my thoughts. I'll give you some of my thoughts. Folks, this portion of the program, as we kick things off, are brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They are open for the season, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Stop in and see them hanging in patience bags. They have the 12-inch potted tomatoes, 10-inch geranium hanger, 12-inch geranium pots, beautiful 14-inch moss baskets. Look for them on Facebook. They're open seven days a week. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Folks, here I am. It is Juan. (laughs) Back in studio, taking your phone calls. You can always email me, john at (laughs) dipetro.com. Juan, does that mean that you are now going to be marching with Black Lives Matter? Mm. That does not mean that in any way. Let me just, folks, I haven't had some of my, uh, let me, uh, what do I think about the verdict? How about Biden? Let's just hope they get it right. What is that supposed to mean? Good thing he wasn't influencing things. Old Joe doing, how about the fact if this ends up being overturned, because of Biden and Maxine Waters. That would be fantastic. But I think, I mean, my reaction is like, what the? All right, we won't get into that. All right, let's get to your phone call. 766-1380. I, um, I don't know if what I'm going to say is going to uh, be different than what some other people have said. But uh, was this a fair trial? No, I don't, I don't think it was a fair trial. Uh, we'll talk to our legal analyst, Rhode Island attorney Tim Dodd tomorrow. But do I think it was um, do I think it was a, a fair verdict? I think the judge should have moved the case out of that area. The the uh, the jurors had to deal with the protesters inside outside the courtroom, 
each day. Never mind, you have the president of the United States coming out, putting pressure on the jury. I am not in any way excusing the actions of uh, Officer Chauvin. None. And I told, I think he should have taken the stand. But uh, do I think it was a fair jury? Uh, no, I, I don't think it was a fair verdict. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what, what is so ridiculous about the verdict. But, folks, let's go to your phone calls. And good afternoon. You're up on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hi, John. I just wanted to thank you. You did an outstanding job covering it and following you on Facebook Live. I'm away on vacation, but I was able to follow it. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for the call. All right, uh-huh. folks, there we go. All right. Uh, 766-1380, and we go back to the phones. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hi, Juan. It's Sue from Fort Myers. How are you? Very well. Hi there, Sue. Good afternoon on this uh, beautiful Wednesday. Oh, good for you. It's pouring like a monsoon out here. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What did you think of the the, uh, officer, the uh, Chauvin verdict? Well, the thing about it is he should have been punished, obviously, because he shouldn't have never done that. But my whole thing is I'm wondering how much influence all these protesters and all these Black Lives Matters and everybody. I think the jury was scared. If he got off, I think this would have been World War III. Well, and and, the, and that's the thing um, that it, it was Sue. It, it it was it's really we're dealing with mob rule, right? We're dealing with yeah. mob rule. We're dealing with. Would, would you? The answer is no. Would you want to be one of those people that you have to go back no. to the community? So much about this verdict. First, sir, the fact that they even found him guilty of second degree murder. It they, they didn't arrive to murder the guy. They he he was clearly on drugs. Uh, yeah. He was resisting arrest. I'm not making excuses now. No. They did call for an ambulance. The ambulance took longer than expected. To me, where, where Chauvin, where they really screwed up was that they, there was no reason to have his knee on his neck on the ground. I mean, to me, it all comes down to that. And one of the other officers even offered to him, should we flip him over on the side? And, and he refused. But where the and verdict doesn't. What's that? The recovery position, and he said no. Right. They could have sat him up. Put him on his side. He yes. But where this really and doesn't make sense is, is 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 how is it how is it all three the the third degree murder that's yes. supposed to be as if somehow you were like you know firing into a crowd and and like yeah. that totally doesn't make sense. I don't Ooh, understand how God. it could be. It could be all three of them. And the, the second, how could it be second degree murder and second degree manslaughter? But so that just shows how much the jury in no way wanted to come back with anything that resembled a not guilty. No, no. Even if you got acquitted, oh my God. I think the, it would have been riots. It would have been burning down places. And his family was on there today saying that they, you know, they found justice. Well, he didn't deserve to die. He shoved and was obviously wrong and didn't follow his training like he should have. But I just thought the look when they kept showing that picture of him on the ground and him holding him down, his face just looked so mean. And like he looked like a blank stare, like there was nothing in there. Uncaring, totally uncaring, yep. even and in, also- you know. You know what else when, and I don't know how much uh, folks, and again, good afternoon, it's John DePietro on this this Wednesday. I don't know how much people followed it, but even the young girl testified, and it is true, when, yeah. the, when the ambulance did arrive, they even had to say to Chauvin, like, 
you could take your knee off his neck down. I mean, it was it was so over the top. But I don't. They didn't arrive there to kill him. I don't think he was trying yeah. to kill him. At the very least, he is ridiculously insensitive, uh, completely yeah. unaware of just how bad the situation was. You have the crowd that are literally watching the poor guy gasping yep. for his final breaths. Let's face it, there were four of them. He was handcuffed. He's on the ground. He doesn't have a gun. He doesn't have a knife. He's not trying to go anywhere. He didn't just kill someone. He didn't commit a violent crime. The, if, if you take someone, so if I am the officer and I take you, you are now under my control. I, come yep. on, there, there is a responsibility that goes along with that, correct? You can ply. You can ply with the police. You, you, and, you know, you're only looking for trouble with his background. But um, I think Chauvin, if you looked into his jacket, I'm sure he had more than one of these complaints. Well, that's the thing. And it's, this is another example that you can't get rid of a, a bad police officer. But but yeah. all of that said, I also believe he should have taken the stand. I think you have nothing he to lose. why he didn't. He would have opened a door that would have screwed him royally. Well, he got screwed. I suppose that what? He got screwed anyway. Like, you know, he's already found guilty on three. To me, his only shot was, and I said this before, was to go on the stand. Go up. And you are, I apologize, and I'm sorry. if, If you have any soul, you are crying. I never meant for this to happen. I never intended to hurt that man. I had no idea. I was afraid of the crowd. I didn't think, yep. I, you know, all those things. If you don't do that and you're just it. sitting there, but maybe either he said no or his defense attorney said no. And I get it. Most of the time they tell them not to take the yeah, stand. But but what we have to step back. Now, first of all, Sue, this is not going to be the end of the rioting. I mean, it's not. Oh, hell no. Right? Nope. I mean, if anything, they feel empowered now. We, we have a big problem in the country right now because it's mob rule. It is mob it is. rule. So the, the, the new rules that they, they started them last year is if you and I don't like something, what we do is we go to City Hall and we break windows and we threaten people and we just stand out there and scream at the police and we keep doing this Rob until we get our way. <laughs> we rob the liquor stores and take our 55-inch screen TVs. See, that stuff, again, ridiculous. yeah, Sue, thank you for the call. That stuff, folks, um, it, never, it never gets called out. Uh, and how about the fact that Biden, you know, wh- wh- what are we talking about? We're waiting. The president of the United States, and again, good afternoon. This is my friend Diana and this Tara uh, to Dino. And, uh, folks, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM, obviously talking about the, the Chauvin verdict. You can call in 401 401- 766-1380-401-766-1380. I'll talk about my dealings with the protesters. They feel empowered now. People were texting me last night. Well, do you think that's going to be the end of it? No, I think it's the beginning of it. Because they just learned a big lesson. They learned that mob rules. They learned in intimidation. You get a big crowd and you're screaming and you vandalize and you smash windows and you go after the politicians, the politicians fold like a cheap suit. Uh, it's not the end of the protest, folks. It's the beginning. They, they've been reaffirmed. This is, they now have the recipe. Hola, Chris Moran. They now have the recipe. Here's how you get things done by rioting in that way. Let's go back to your phone calls. Ann, good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hi, John. Hi there. Good Laura. afternoon. It's Laura. Hi there, Laura. Go right ahead, Laura. I just 
I, you know, this trial is just a symptom of a bigger problem we have in this country with the bias and, and, and the media, which basically runs the country now. I mean, the media, this guy was already tried by the media. I mean, yep. we know he, he's not innocent. We know he was wrong. But the media already tried this case. Um, and, you know, look what Maxine Waters did before the verdict came out. And, you know, they had an issue with everything Trump did wrong on January 6th. But as far as I'm concerned, what Maxine Waters did was a thousand times worse than what Trump ever came close to doing. That's and right. It's just okay. It's okay, and it's only going to get worse, like you were saying. Um, the media is is deciding cases before, you know, before the, the jury does. They, the, I believe, as one of your previous callers said, they were probably afraid to come back with anything less than what they did. And, and for good reason, right? Like, who yeah, wouldn't be? Right. So, I mean, they have to live there. Uh, they should have been sequestered. Can you imagine you had to go home every night. You live in that area. You have to get to the courthouse. You see the mobs. You're leaving the courthouse. You see the mobs. They're very aggressive. You're hearing that they go into the homes of elected officials. What what rational person would want to go against the mob like that? The answer is, Lord, no rational person would, would want to go against the mob in that way. No. And, you know, in this country now, we're living under a court of public opinion. And, and the problem is the public is the Democrats. Our opinions don't matter. And I don't know how we're going to get away from this. I really don't. It's you know what's so tough is it, it hasn't even been 100 days. And already all the good work that President Trump did is, is absolutely being erased and eradicated by Biden and Harris. Yep, just, just the, the signature on an executive order has will destroy the past four years. It's as simple as that. And you know what else, Laura? Um, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. You can't, people can't ignore that yesterday the President of the United States, think of that, most powerful person in the world, says, I certainly hope the jury arrives at the right verdict. Now, all of those jurors, they have jobs, they have families, uh, they have, you know, if you voted against the mob, and that's what Biden set up, there's a very good chance. Number one, very least you get audited. What happens to your family? What happens to your job? What happens to your business, your company? Who, again, who would want to subject themselves to that? To, who would? No one would. And can you no imagine one. all the other jurors would be like, yeah, Laura's the one. She wouldn't vote. Blah, blah, blah. You, we've already seen they will go. They will come to your house. They will try to find you. They will terrorize you. And much like last summer in Portland, they murdered a Trump supporter. That's right. That's right. So, and, and, and to, to set it up in that way, Her, um, Maxine Waters completely out of line. But for Biden, the president, to say, I hope the jury arrives at the right verdict. What is that? I mean, that that is so, this goes back to, that is absolutely tampering with and intimidating the jury right and and i i you know i don't know if there will be an appeal i'm, I'm assuming there will be but those are going to be two very important points to for the defense you know the defense to bring up that maxine waters and the president laura how much do we miss president trump 
Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's beyond words, John. Beyond words. You know, the other night with him with Hannity, it, it's, it's just so refreshing. It's like, oh, yeah, that's what it was like. And there was an adult running the country. Right. And someone that right. with all the, the energy. Now, again, I still think he needs time literally to heal and relax and still try to process everything that has happened. Um, but it, 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 it was, he was just so engaged and it and it's it's almost like a tease because we we remember like just what it was and how great it was. Yeah, and I I think it's great. He seems extremely focused on um, 2022 with the Senate in the House. He seems you know he's putting a lot of work into that. So hopefully you know that helps, and then we can move on to 24, whether it's Trump or somebody else. But I mean, we've got to just keep pushing and try to preserve what we have left of this country it's scary scary times and laura how i mean i am just so sick of hearing that whole chant of the black lives matter i start to hear it in my sleep sometimes i know i know i know i can't (laughs) i can't deal with the crowd this is insane (laughs) oh my god get some new chants at least i know it's a new year my God, can't they come up with some, maybe I'll have to come up with some new rhymes for them. <laughs> and that, that awful drum, ugh. Just, it's, the whole thing is so dark. Endless, it is. It's, just, it's not going to yeah. end. It's not going to, this no. is the beginning. It's yep. going to be, this you is the it. new formula. Hey, this works. So. I was watching them yesterday when the verdict, I don't know if you saw it, but I was watching TV and when the verdict um, came out, you know, they were all, walking around looking at each other like they didn't because they were planning on the violence and when the verdict came out and it, i don't think they thought it was going to be that like that they were all looking at each other like well now what do we do now what do we do violence. yeah i thought i was getting a new tv right like when a dog <laughs> actually catches the squirrel he doesn't know what to do with it so <laughs> comes the new saluting and the rioting and everything else but you know what else is um I also, I don't understand the celebrating because, and even when they showed his family, because he's still dead. I mean, I I know that sounds morbid, but it's not like he's coming back to life. At the end, the guy still died. And Maxine Waters, and I'm going to, thank you, Laura. I'm great. Call every day. Folks, uh, for her to say, thank you, George Floyd, he sacrificed his life for us. No, he was pleading for his life. He didn't say no, you know, he wasn't uh Christ praying in the garden on on Holy Thursday. What do you mean, thank you for saying? He didn't want to sacrifice his life. He was screaming for Chauvin to get off his blanking neck. (laughs) She is like demented. Hold on. Let me just play that. Folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It's 1224. You can call in. You can call in to the program. I can, yes. At 766-1380, 401-766-1380 or 18, well, let's just stick with that instead of the uh, 800. Let me have the, um, I do have that, like, who wrote the max, the, uh, excuse me, Nancy Pelosi was saying it. I'm a, Juan's a little um, excited about the uh, taking the phone calls again. It was Pelosi that was saying, thank you, George. Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice, for being. Here it is. Thank you, George Floyd. For sacrificing your life for justice. What? For being there to call out to your mom. How, how heartbreaking was that? Thank call you, George Floyd. Mom. I can't breathe. But because what? Thank you, George Floyd. 
for sacrificing your life. I think she's the only one that's actually thanking the guy. That wasn't his plan, by the way. All right, folks, before we go back to the phones, again, good afternoon. It is Juan. It is John DePietro. I want to remind you that if you're listening right now, if you were in an automobile accident or a motorcycle accident or a slip and fall or workplace injury, remember, you are entitled. You're entitled to get the full amount from the insurance company. Uh, If this happens to you, fight back. Call Jack. Call Jack Calvino at 785-9400 or online, fightbackcalljack.com. I want you to remember this. Personal injury law. Many times you need a fighter, and that fighter is Jack Calvino. Were you in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, 785-9400. Free consultation. He has over 50 years personal experience. His office has over 100 years Combined experience, Jack Calvino, if you were in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse, dog bite, maybe Biden's dog bit you, fight back, call Jack, 785-9400, 785-9400. You need a fighter. You need someone that's going to go to bat for you. Hey, listen, if Biden's dog bit you, you are entitled to be compensated. <laughs> Call Jack Calvino, 785-9400. Well, folks, good afternoon. Here I am. It is Juan. It is John DePietro. It is 1227 on this Wednesday. And I want to just be very clear. No, I, I, I don't think I think we're in dangerous territory if we're now going to consider this, that that was a fair verdict. Very, very dangerous territory. Now, later today, I will be posting a story. Um. I will be posting a story on the website, dipetro.com, and you can uh, see that at the website. And remember, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by Gilmore Furniture, 1590 Post Road of Work, link right through Gilmore Furniture. And again, you can call Steve at 737-0100, 737-0100 for Gilmore Furniture. All right, let's go back to your phone calls. Again, if you would like to call in, whether you're listening right now on Facebook Live John DePietro Show, there's Tracy Pellegrino, or on AM 1380 on 99.9 FM, you can call in at 401-766-1380. 401-766-1380. Let's go back to the phones. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Good afternoon, John. Hi there, it's Leah. So, it's so good to have you back. Thank you, Leah. Call. Thank you. But listen, oh, that was Nancy Pelosi that made that remark. She yes, that was my mistake. It was he, Pelosi. Like he real, no, what he did that day was not to go out to become a martyr. He went out to pass a counterfeit $20 bill, okay? Which, by the way, is a federal offense. That's why the store that he was in, the Asian-American owner of the store, called the police. That psychopath, that sociopath of a policeman was called later. And, and unfortunately, it was a very bad mix. A drug addict with seven felonies, not that that means he should die. And then you have the sociopath of a policeman that showed not one ounce of, of 
anything. He was like devoid of emotion. Was he was, on he was. His knee. It was unbelievable. And I noticed it again in the courtroom yesterday. He had the mask on, but if you notice the erratic movement of his eyes, like every time um, uh, the uh, judge asked one of the um, one of the jurors to give their, um, you know, guilty, not to, and his eyes moving so quickly, and you know, it was almost like you could see a smirk behind that, that mask. It was the worst combination. You know, a drug addict, uh, not being able to contain him, and, and a, a policeman that had a real psychological problem. I mean, he's a sociopath. There's no two ways about it, but you have to kind of look a little deeper. And, and, uh, Nancy Pelosi trying to deify him? Are you kidding me? Let's ask his victims, seven of which we know of, that armed robbery for three of them, or whether they think he should have sainthood. I mean, give me a break. I mean, she's, she's as bad as all the rest of them. And as far as the riots and, and stopping and whatnot, Black Lives Matter is a joke. They had a Black Lives Matter becoming a land baron all over the United States and world, buying, making so much money off of this that it's not even funny. Does anyone have look into that? What have they done to help Black Lives, except the, the one that is the head of Black Lives Matter, buying every house she can get her hands on? I mean, this is, it's ridiculous. And no, I don't really think the riots are going to stop because it's not enough. If you noticed yesterday when that Keith Ellison, uh, the, the attorney general, gave his speech, at the end he warned about the other two policemen, the one that um, shot the young fellow that was, you know, wouldn't get out of his, well, he got out of his car and then he took off because he had All a warrant. All right, no, hold on. Are you, wait, which one are you talking about? The, the one, the one that... Minute, um, the woman that she accidentally shot yes, him with the, when she was trying to taser him. All right, yeah. but let, let's back up just for a moment. Now, the other officers, Leah, along with Chauvin, they're also, by the way, going to be going on trial. Three other ones, exactly. Now, yeah, but here's the thing. He, he, all right, he, he, he is a drug addict, but I, I don't know. Did, did he even know that he was passing? He may not even have known he was passing the, the counterfeit. Well, Leah, maybe I, not, but he didn't go out to sacrifice himself. No, no, I, no, yeah. I, I agree with that. But as far as... Chauvin, I um, I, wouldn't wouldn't you? Well, first of all, you're a nurse. Do you think the defense saying it was drugs and it was his heart that those combined to it? But to me, it was the visual of of Chauvin on top of him with the knee on the neck oh that just God, did the whole thing. A, correct? It was a double whammy. I mean, yeah. obviously, he had three times the normal drugs in his system, but according to the girlfriend, they did drugs all the time. So you reach a, a point, sometimes you, you know, not all the time, that's why people overdose, but there, there's a certain level they can maintain and still function. You still drove there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, but Leah, we uh, can step back and say, when you look at that, especially like the last, the end of it, let, let's just be reasonable. There was, 
there was no reason to still be on top of the guy. No. I mean, there just was no reason. There was no he, reason. He wasn't it was like he was moving. Enjoying he it. Was he was ignoring. See, I don't see that. I mean, why? Well, I don't get the that he was enjoying it. And I don't know what well, you're I saying. Think, he was well, like smirking said, yesterday. He, I didn't see that. I mean, I can't no, even imagine what no, no, I, someone I'm like that. I'm, I'm, you're I confusing me then. Then what do you? I don't know what you're talking I'm about. I'm saying he's devoid of any emotions. Well, you can't if you're if you're devoid of any emotions, then you're not smirking. So it can't be both. So are you no, saying no, I'm saying when he was on his neck, I said he just had one hand on his hip and he was wouldn't let anyone near him. It was like he was almost enjoying it. I mean, see, I don't, I don't see. I, you can't, have, you can't have it. And I, I, it's good to talk to you, but you can't have it both ways. You can't say he's void of any emotion, but then he was enjoying it. Um, it was, it was just so beyond the pale to me of of, of what went down. All right, now, folks, joining us right now, and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro at 1234. You can call in at 766-1380, 401-766-1380. Again, we're going till 2 o'clock. Here I am. It is Juan now. Uh, someone who has been active in the community, Bike Lives Matter. He was very active last fall with the local situation of Jamal Gonzalez. And I've had him on the program before, and I want to say good afternoon to Jeremy Costa. Good afternoon, good afternoon, Jeremy. Good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, Jeremy. There you are. All right, Jeremy, I'd like to hear your reaction to the verdict or some of the other comments that you've heard. Well, I really didn't get a chance to hear all the comments. Um, just the fact that you guys were discussing drugs well, when I got on the phone conversation. All right, hold on. I just mean um, in general since since yesterday. I'm not talking about just right now. So, but go ahead. I mean, okay, listen, okay, the drugs yeah. were part of the defense. Well, you can't ignore that. The drugs were part of the defense. So if you're going to talk about the trial, it, it's, it's certainly fair game to talk about what the defense was trying to put forward. So it failed, obviously, but go well, right the ahead. The defense needs to defend something. There had to be some type of defense. They... You know, you didn't just want to go through trial and just not have a defense. So they needed to come up with something. You know, we looked at the initial police report. The police report was completely fabricated based off the optical proof that the whole world got to see. So clearly it's not just the officer. We have a system here that needs to be dismantled, reviewed. We have the eighth conviction out of 16 thousand murders since 2005 all right now hold hold on just a, just a moment i don't want to go on but you're saying when when you are saying dismantle the system all right, all right let, let's talk specifics abolish. so you're saying you want to abolish the providence police abolish not just the providence police state We're police nationally we state police we only need clearly we have just did a pfm report we had uh review done on the police we've seen that only one percent of the crime that is committed in providence the phone calls that are coming in only one percent is for violent crimes so clearly we have uh a severity issue we have spent let, let's just let's let's just look at these numbers all right but let's let's okay. play that so, out let's play that what you're saying right now let's play that out so if jeremy costa bike lives matter if you're the mayor so you go over, Chief Clemens, the whole staff, you tell them, thank you, good luck, you're on your way, and you 
boom, shut down the Providence Police Station. There's no more police. Now. Yes, WorldCom, Exxon, coal miners. Yes, they all had to find new jobs. Police officials need to find new jobs. Now, if there's a detective unit, they can work in the public safety department. They can work for the, uh, if you want to call it DOT or some other there's another organization that we can use the detective work because police don't solve crime clearly in Rhode Island. Uh, That's I, what they're made right, to but do, let, but let, they don't do that because 40% of the murders, just look at this, just look at the map. 85% of all crime is done in Providence, Rhode Island. So I understand that they need a pay raise based off of the amount of police work that they do, but 85% of that work is not necessary, meaning that they're just making calls and there's no activity after the call is made after somebody makes a 911 call there's no activity after that all right and let, let's just play this out so i'm a store owner someone comes in they just they just robbed me now what do i do you call the number that you usually call and when they pick up they will bring their detective unit they're not going to bring police if somebody just robbed you they're going to come to the table with a detective. They're not going to bring a bunch of police to stop. Police don't stop crime. Do they? Do they yes, stop crime? I think they do. I think they act as a deterrent. They don't stop crime. Absolutely not. Police was never actually, they, they were never looking to stop crime. When they were created back in 1830s, 1859, 1867, in all these little jurisdictions and municipalities, they were actually created to be watchmen, to actually watch the jewelry that was, to actually watch the cargo that was getting shipped in the shipyards. They were not created to stop crime. They were actually created to stop prostitution. They were actually created to stop the, um, if you want to say, um, gambling that was going I, on. I, I don't want to get off the... It, that it was just, what they were created for. So, so but let, they, let's just say... If you don't have a deterrent, if you don't have police, and by the way, uh, Jeremy Costa of Bike Lives Matter, uh, Cedric Hutley of the Nonviolence Institute, he doesn't share your thought on this business of abolishing police. You you have violent crime. Because he doesn't represent the community. He has never been affected. He has never been arrested. He has never been profiled. He has probably never been pulled over. What Cedric Hutley is doing is speaking speaking because he's been put in an entitled position as a executive director for a nonviolence institute uh he is speaking for that institute by itself not for the community clearly this community doesn't need more policing any policing is police brutality we know that all they want to do is surveillance this new ordinance that for instance that they did in east providence this wasn't to uh stop crime this was to create an opportunity and a windfield because they want to police for profit. This is what this is op- opening a window of profit. They have very minim- very small municipality uh, ordinances where they can actually you know kind of run some money up, and they need to figure out ways that they can actually create new revenue. All right, let me you let know? me ask you they let me ask you this, and again, this is this is playing it out. Someone has a gun. People were shoot shot and killed. Uh, Providence, wherever. Well, I, I don't understand. So you, you want to have a situation where no one goes out that has a weapon. Is that correct? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Now, see, we said Absolutely one- not what? 
Absolutely. So no one goes out with a weapon. A- so the absolutely only absolutely not. No one's no one's no one's saying that we're saying that the police unions they need to be abolished. The police, the the, the whole public safety needs to be restructured, meaning that there needs to be no police presence because police presence only creates police brutality. Their existence in itself is police brutality. And we need to understand that. They have caused more crime in the communities than they have actually prevented. What, why is it though? So more crime, just their existence than they prevented. And we, and, we, and we can look at the data. We can look at the statistics. I, I want to deal in 1% reality. 1% of the phone calls that are coming in. Okay, reality. 1% of the phone calls that are coming into the Providence District, to the Providence uh, 911 switchboard, 1% is violent crime. That means 99%. That means 85% of the crime that is happening in Rhode Island, in the whole state of Rhode Island, 85% is happening in Providence. All right, let me me ask you this, Jeremy. Look at this map. I I want to stay on focus. Look at this map. But 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 what about, how about only 1% of, of, uh, as far as the fire department, only 1% of the calls they go out are for actual fires. Why aren't you calling... For the fire department to also be abolished. Fire department bills to be abolished. Well, clearly they're taking uh, medical calls. Clearly they're taking mental health calls now. So the fire department. Those are not fire calls. Becoming more of an existence for public. They're not fire calls. Those I, are I, not are for fires. One percent well, no are for structures. That's, well, that's why we. One percent yes, are for stru- fire structures. Of, we need a whole restructuring of the public safety. Public safety. We need to look at what public safety really means. We definitely don't need a public safety commissioner. We definitely don't need uh, 25 officers out there in Providence that are getting 65% of the city of Providence's budget. So 250 officers deserve 60% of the uh, budget right, I wanna, that listen, is employing 950 people. I want to hold it there. I appreciate the call. I, I just, you lose people with all these different, we're not talking specifics. We really want to talk about whether or not it's a fair verdict. I'll have him back. I'll have him back again, folks. It's uh, Jeremy Costa of um, Bike Lives Matter. He's very involved. Now then, that's to me an extreme position, which is the abolishment of law enforcement. Uh, many people in different communities uh, they don't feel that way. A lot of council people don't feel that way. I think that is um, a really extreme position as far as, um, I, I'll tell you, I am going to uh, get Cedric on because I think he, he talks about one of the problems with violence in the city of Providence. And I mentioned he was um, mentioned in a Boston Globe story. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's 1243. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, if you would like to call in, either did, was it a fair trial? I don't think it was a fair trial. I'm not saying that that Chauvin uh, did not do everything he was accused of. But, and we're going to talk with our legal expert, Tim Dodd, tomorrow. But the fact that the jury was not sequestered, the fact you have people like Maxine Waters basically bullying the jury, the fact that Biden, the president of the United States, should not be weighing in on that. You can't have mobs outside the courthouse. They were not there as protesters. They were there to intimidate the jury. I don't think it was a fair verdict. You can also make the argument that um, there were no, you know, there was who was rioting last night? I, no one called me and said, hey, I think we should go riot. Something has changed now from when OJ verdict came out. You didn't have riots after OJ, you did have riots after Rodney King. But 
Maxine Waters should be held accountable. Nancy Pelosi, these these people, you know, thank you, George Floyd. He sacrificed himself hardly. This business of abolishing and defunding the police, the law enforcement, that that people in the community, like I said, director of nonviolence, he does not stand for that. I I do agree. The amount of money, just a city like Providence that goes into police and fire, it's it's a huge amount of money. And that report that came out that showed, you know, you're talking 1% of the calls to the fire department for actual fires. Now, you have a lot of people that need someone to go along because there's an overdose or there's a medical problem of some kind. There's a lot of that, huge amount of that. But then why do you need the big truck and the ladder and all the apparatus? I'm not saying that they're on fires, but it's really become because of non-flammable situations, building codes, let alone now with, you know, people at home more. You, You just, it's a good thing. You have less fires. But then why do you still have this huge, enormous budget and you're paying people basically to fight fires when you don't have a lot of fires? Hey, folks, right now, I want to remind you about our friends at J. Perry Paving. Uh, Residential, commercial, seal coating patios. Maybe you've been thinking, whether it's commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, call J. Perry Paving today. And it's letter J, J. Perry Paving, 732-1730-401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving. You can also uh, find them online and a Facebook page. Residential asphalt driveway, why not get your driveway paved? Give them a call, free quote, and they have a tremendous package for veterans. J. Perry Paving, whether you're a veteran or a family member or relative or a friend, tremendous package for veterans. Contact J. Perry Paving today. Maybe get a basketball court put in, 732-1730. Whether it's a cracked driveway or for a patio, for your business, call them. Free estimate, any project. They're terrific. J. Perry Paving, 732-1730. Now, later today, folks, by the way, you can see I was out in the city the other night. You can see some of the footage of that on the website, dipetro.com. Don't forget, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Call them for a quote today, 401 712-2700, 712-2700, Soul Source Restoration, Complete Cleaning, S-O-L-E, and their website is soulsourcerestoration.com. They do it all. Make sure that your home or business or workplace or a function spot is as clean as it could possibly be. Now, just to catch up on uh, some of the news, uh, Max Security, so Chauvin's on suicide watch, celebrations in the streets, Biden, we can't stop here. They're not going to stop. I don't think they're going to stop in any way. Um, I think if anything, we have fallen in now to what we you call mob rule. You don't like a statue, you go and you rip it down. People were actually saying, do you think that'll be the end? I think there's some element of they weren't sure exactly what is the plan. But there were already people started to scream just like that mother about. There was a a girl that was shot and killed in uh, Columbus, Ohio. And, you know, someone called that she had a knife. 
if you have a knife and there's a police officer there, what, what do you think they're going to do? That situation in Chicago, completely distorted, completely distorted. I'm going to get Cedric Hudley. I did have to communicate with him. He's the first one that has come out and mentioned the fact, and you heard even Dan McGowan, and I'll say it, as someone that has attended many of these protests, so much of it is, it's just like in fashion. If Saturday Night Live was the old Saturday Night Live, um... They would even do like a parody of some people in Black Lives Matter shirts and they're drinking their latte and they're vegans and they're going off to a Black Lives Matter protest. Um, As far as we had a caller earlier, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can call in at 401-766-1380, 401-766-1380. I, I, in no way, I think you can say you don't think he got a fair trial, but not be supporting the actions by that officer. I mean, I certainly don't support the actions of of Chauvin. But I, I at the same time, I don't think he got a fair trial. Um, when a jury refused to protect Eric Chauvin, it sent a clear message. America's watching the police. Well, that... You know, that's also not fair. I mean, they they had a lot more evidence. The police even testified against him. And the the whole element that somehow, what, everyone was going to rally to his defense? I mean, that was not going to happen. But I disagree with, we had a caller that said Black Lives Matter is a joke. I, I, I think anyone that says that underestimated the power that they have right now. Governor McKee hired... A member, he hired Corey Jones. He's a member of Black Lives Matter. He hired him into his administration. You have the original local, which was our someone we've had on quite a bit, Brother Gary. And, and then you have um, some other individuals that, you know, some people, they want to go farther. Uh, they want to talk about abolishing the police and defund the police. And I think... That Republicans should embrace the fact that they're saying those things. I think they absolutely should embrace the fact that those things are being said. And start to point out the difference. What's the difference? A lot of people don't see a difference between a Republican and a Democrat. And I think a very easy way to make people understand is the... The Democrat Party, and especially some of the progressives... They're the ones that want to defund the police. Now, the the person we had on, none of that makes sense to me. Um, about you just send detectives out. Listen, you 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 don't. If anything, things seem to be getting more dangerous, not less dangerous. And in the mob mentality that is starting to take over, it's it's hard to believe, but it's it's getting worse and worse. Do I think that it's going to go away? No, I think it's getting worse. And I think, if anything, you're going to start to see it spread out more. It is in the cities, but they're going to find that they need to branch out more. So in speaking with some of the people involved with it, I think you're going to start to see more suburban-type protests. You're going to see a Black Lives Matter protest in Woonsocket. You're going to see one in Cumberland. You're going to see one in Lincoln. 
You're going to see one in North Providence and Johnson. They're going to, they've kind of, you know, you can't just keep going back to the same old playbook of marching around in Providence. Which, by the way, they've, they've also, I think, turned into a ghost town as part of that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this uh, Wednesday. Now, again, just as a programming, today's Wednesday, April 21st. Tomorrow is the Governor McKee COVID briefing. Um, I, I am not convinced that I'm going to be there covering it simply because I think uh, COVID has kind of played itself out. There's a lot of appointments available if you would like to get if you'd like to you know, get the vaccine. There's a lot of I know it was difficult earlier. It's not as difficult now. It's painless. It's free. You just log on. It's now open to anybody. Um, those that want to get it. I'm not trying to convince anyone that doesn't want to get it. I'm not trying to convince anyone. To me, uh, if you have a headache, you take aspirin or Tylenol, and it goes away. And I say, good, I'm glad we have that. I welcome uh, that someone, that we have those things. They didn't always have them. Why do you think, um, you know, life expectancy is gone greatly increased? It's because of medicine. People are not dying of things they used to. How about the fact that years ago, a lot of, uh, you know, death of childbirth, a lot of that ended when someone said there was a doctor that was revolutionary controversial that he started washing his hands before he delivered a child. That was considered revolutionary at the time. A lot less kids had infections and then the women were better off as well. So, but that's up to you. I'm not going to convince anyone. That I know. I am not going to convince anyone. If you don't want to get it, uh, as far as I know, you don't have to get it. Now, on this, uh, and again, folks, you can call in 401-766-1380. First-time callers are welcome. If you're riding in the car, I think um, I, I think everyone's kind of stunned. I think in some ways it's, it's like the crowd didn't know what to do. And then there was someone trying to drive by with a truck, and they still started to attack them. But it's not, there's too many people vested in the movement for it to just go away. So I don't think it's just going to go away. But I want to remind you, you know what else is not going to go away? Is outside of your home or business or in your patio or a walkway, if you have any type of algae or moss or grime or stain, that's why you need Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Free same-day text estimate. All you have to do is text Jared at 401 617-2585, 617-2585, 401-617-2585, it's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Now, he's also on Facebook, and he has a great website, RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. Now, for those that are on Facebook, and again, folks, you can find our live stream. You know, we're going to keep the live stream going until 2 o'clock today. We're going to keep it going until 2 o'clock. So you can see we are uh, Juan has returned inside the studio. Let me just show you. I'm going to hold this up to those that are watching on the live stream on John DePietro's show on Facebook. Look at that Bethel soft wash. Look at the before and after. How about a thumbs up for everybody watching on Facebook? Look how tremendous that is. Jared could do that. Bethel certified soft wash. He's just fantastic. Look at the, uh, look at the sidewalk. Look at the difference, the before and after. Isn't that tremendous? Look at that fence. Look at before. Look at all the green stains, the moss, the algae. Look at the after. Isn't that awesome? Which see that the house before and after with the house. 
tremendous. Who want, look at that house. That Look at that, the difference. Before, I see moss, I see algae, stains, mildew, and then look at the after. Beautiful. He's tremendous. He's done work for me. He can do work for you. Bethel Certified Softwash. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, again, we're going to talk more about the protests. Because um, I think, you know, I think Biden and uh, Harris are encouraging a lot of this. I do. And I think the president was way off with commenting yesterday about the case. Way off. I hope they get the right verdict. What is that supposed to mean, the right verdict? The right verdict should be that they use the evidence and the conclusion they came to. And I still, you know, someone who we were talking to, I said, I think Chauvin, I think he should have taken the stand. He had nothing to lose. And I know the caller said, well, they could have gotten, uh, what more? What more would have happened? Now, but the judge did open the door that because of Maxine Waters, you know, get up in their face and then Biden weighing in, this whole thing could turn into a, but let's just say the judge overturns it. Does that mean we have to deal with, hi there, Dana, have to deal with another riot? Like that has to come to an end. It absolutely has to come to an end. We, this should not be tolerated. This business that we have a mob mentality that has taken over and it started and I don't see where it's ending, but it's a lot more. I know some people like to say about the looting and things like that. You don't have any of that. But I think people that say that you're underestimating the fear of a crowd. You're underestimating no public official wants to have an angry mob outside of, of, of their home. They don't, and it, it's working. But there needs to be back the blue. The other side needs to speak up. Folks, when we talk about being safe, I also want to remind you, stop by and see our friends uh, in Cranston at Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue. Stop in and see them. They have body armor and ammo and pepper spray and food storage. Surplus Provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and there's a direct link right at the website, which is petro.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePetro. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to break for the 1 o'clock news, and then we have another full hour to go. We're going to keep the stream going on Facebook Live. Why not? Please share that you're watching. Click the like button. You get notified when we do go live. It's John DePetro on this Wednesday. The Power Hour is next. Again, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Leave it right here on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. WNRI Woonsocket, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, W260DC.